0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Notes from the Ivy League. I hope you had a phenomenal week. Uh, I'm your host, Andrew Williams, and I'm here with a friend from college. Travis, welcome to the podcast. I'm I'm really happy that you took the time out of your, your day to speak with me.
1: Thanks for having me, Andrew. It's a pleasure. Of
0: course. So to get things started, would you mind sharing your personal story, whatever you feel comfortable sharing uh, with our guests?
1: Of course. Yeah. So uh, I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi. I grew up, in a single-parent household with two younger brothers, and I knew from an early, fairly early age that school and education and pursuing, I mean, ultimate higher education, you know, would would be a path, you know, for me to and for my family to, you know, move out of the situation we were, you know, because you know, growing up in poverty. Yeah, yeah. So it so was interesting because you know, like, because typically you know, there are a couple different paths. You know, you have those who may pursue athletics or the arts, or academics. And I think I greatly benefited from participating in the Head Start program. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fairly funny program that provide early childhood education, primarily to low-income families. Um, and that really gave me a you know, good foundation education-wise. as part of the program includes like home visits. So I had a preschool teacher, Mrs. Robinson, who I'll never forget, who would occasionally come to my house and, and just read with me, mm-hmm. you know, or, touching a lot of different cool topics and books and I think you know that was a very pivotal moment for me uh it kind of gave me like a head start I mean <laughs> and, yeah no pun intended yeah and yeah and it really got me excited to learn and from there you know I greatly benefited from having you know a supportive mother who you know, would take me to the library a lot and and just pick up other like educational materials that I just love to read and just learn more. And so I I was very fortunate that, you know, although I grew up in this family that I had, you know, family members who were supportive and loving and caring. So that was definitely a a blessing. And yeah, and so I also benefited from living, you know, in the the urban, you know, kind of core of Mississippi, Mm -hmm. like a largely rural state. But often what you'll see is that for students who show, you know, this kind of quote-unquote academic promise in kind of larger areas, um, even if the school system isn't great or, you know, slow performing, that a lot of times those students will be kind of diverted out of, out of that system or into like a kind of specialized academic program. Mm-hmm. And so I ultimately, um, in the fifth grade, ended up going to kind of like a specialized academic program. It was still part of our local school district, um, but it, it's, its mission was essentially to prepare students um, to take advanced classes high school um, and so you know there's another thing I benefited from um, you know and it was, it was a great program that I was in from fifth grade to I graduated high school um, it really pushed me academically and, and yeah yeah, and so it's because I had all you know those you know those years before high school you know fifth grade and middle school kind of prepared and you know take classes like you know, like algebra and and other like challenging classes it kind of set me up well for high school
0: So can you talk about the, some of the challenges and obstacles you face and how you approach them and dealt with them?
1: One of the issues was that we were never homeless, but, you know, we we tended to move a lot, Mm -hmm. but we we just live in various different apartments and live with other family members. So that was challenging to see. And I guess another front, the second kind of point about challenges, I'd say is that overall, I was. You know, like fairly confident in, in high school because of the type of class I was taking and, you know, the way the teachers, my teachers believe in me that I could go to a fairly good school. You know, but it's one thing to kind of have that thought in your mind and another to kind of realize that there are a lot of things in life that aren't fair, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so I realized there are a lot of potential like barriers. Fortunately for me, like, I feel like the Dartmouth Bound program um, was pretty eye opening um in regards to the second challenge because it was like pretty cool to see you know other people who who look like you or came from some of the circumstances as you mm-hmm. are doing great things and, and being brought to this Ivy League campus and it kind of this notion that like we you know we want, want to have you at our school and so that was like kind of like a moment for me to kind of wishing or dreams kind of feel more tangible. Mm-hmm. I think that was really important, like, you know, being in a, you know growing up in a, in a place where all of, all of these kind of notions of going off to a you know, top school, you know, could just seem like a fantasy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I was very fortunate for that.
0: I think you brought some really good points about how not only applying, but also ex- getting accepted into programs like Dartmouth Bound or other programs where college will pay for your travel expenses and everything, fly you out to stay for a certain amount of time to visit the campus. Um, Dartmouth Bound is a program through Dartmouth College in New Hampshire. It's an Ivy League school, and that's where Travis and I initially met. We were we were in, in high school. Like, so jumping off of that, what made you apply to college at all?
1: I ultimately applied to college because for me, I feel like, you know, that was essentially the only option, you know, I had, and I knew that we lived in societies that value certain, certain accomplishments, um, and there was kind of like at, least at the time, I felt like you know that college will open the doors to experiencing economic mm-hmm. mobility. So, yeah, yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so for me, like applying to college is kind of like a kind of foregone inclusion, which I know isn't isn't the case for everyone.
0: Yeah, and, and um, one thing that I asked myself as I was applying to college, and what I tell people like young people who are asking me for advice, I mm-hmm. I, I asked, what's my alternative? Like, if I did not if I, if I didn't apply to college, what would my alternatives be? And I like, I wrote them down. And when I saw them side by side, like the choice was very, very clear, right? Like I could apply to college, I could join the military, or I could work in a factory. Like th- that, was, that was like the three tracks that I saw. And I was like, oh, obviously for me personally, College is the best thing because I would I would dread the, my life working in a factory. Nothing, but by the way, there's nothing wrong working in a factory, nothing wrong with working blue collar jobs. I come from people who do that. But there's something to be said about people who like who come from hardship when they realize the amount of investment um, and hopes and dreams that their family or community members or teachers have put into them like once they realize that mm-hmm. it's very very hard to not strive to be the best or you know to to mm-hmm. overcome whatever barriers are placed before them
1: yeah yeah can relate to that yeah cuz there's also a sense you know that with the economic situation in Mississippi that one, they to into a lot of jobs in general, but you know, even more so, like, not a lot of jobs for people who didn't, or, or, or at least, you know, well-paying mm-hmm. jobs you know, for people who didn't have college degrees.
0: Okay. Awesome. Um, and do you have any daily, weekly, monthly routines or rituals that you think would be, that might be helpful for our listeners?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say I have a daily routine of, you know, like, it's kind of like a daily line, you know, learning something new. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be, you have to know everything that's happening in the news cycle, in a topic, but just um, being mindful of, you know, the issues that impact, impact others, you know, both near and, you know, far from you and
0: and do you have a quote that you like to live by?
1: This kind of thought came to me um, about this notion of hope, um, which is as long as influenced by. I mean, my Christian faith. It's not like you know explicitly a Bible verse, but I mean, it's just this this idea that you know that with Jesus Christ there will always be hope, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that I feel like really motivates me.
0: Okay. So next is the lightning round. Okay. Um, so, what is your favorite song right now?
1: Wow. My favorite song right now would. Uh, I, I think it's Playing with Fire by King's Pilates. Okay. Yes. King's favorite movie? Favorite movie is Black Panther. Oh, that's a,
0: yes. Um, favorite book? Uh, the Poison a Bible of Barbara K. Okay. I have that book. I uh, haven't read it, though. I probably should. Uh, <laughs> um, favorite TV show right now? My
1: favorite TV show now is, is, is The Gilmore Oh, World.
0: okay. That, that's, that's a throwback. Um, and favorite junk food?
1: My favorite junk food would probably be Fries and Five Guys.
0: Okay. Okay. I see that. Okay. That's good. Uh, thank you. That's the end of the, the lightning round. Travis, thank you again for joining me. It's been great to catch up with you and learn more about your story. Um, for everyone listening, I'll put show notes on my blog. And on my social media profiles, Travis. Before we, we sign off, do you have any parting words for our get, uh, for our listeners?
1: You know, always believe in yourself, and at the same time, like don't you know take yourself too seriously. In um, the pursuit of
0: you know pursue, you
1: know pursuing your dreams, like you know be sure to have fun and you know help others. I mean, we're, I believe we're here to, to serve other people. So yeah, I, I hope you all have much much success. Cool.
0: And uh, with that we this week's episode of notes from the Ivy League is done and like I said earlier you can check out show notes um, on my blog and my social media profiles and thank you for listening we'll see you next week